staring at the blank page before you open up the dirty window let the song illuminate the words that you cannot find reaching yes i'm in the hills mood today because we've got adrena patridge and she is spilling all the tea we're gonna mention it all i hope you're ready for it you're listening to no filter with zach peter your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality tv tea surf fresh three times a week now let's dive in Today's special guest is here to really spill all sorts of tea. We're going to talk about her relationships. We're going to talk about dating. We're going to talk about The Hills New Beginnings, Vanderpump, Bethany's reality TV reckoning. So without further ado, please welcome my special guest for today. You know her from The Hills. You know her from VH1's Audrina. You know her from The Hills New Beginnings. Or maybe you got a copy of her new book, Choices to The Hills and Back Again. Please welcome the one and only... Adrena Patridge. Thank you. I'm so happy you included my book in your book club. That's so cool. We just wrapped it this week. So it's it's fresh right now. Everybody is living for all the Hills tea that you spill, all the relationship <laughs> tea that you spilled. It was good. And, and also I loved... Um, I've just finished the book. I was in Vegas over the weekend and I was listening to it on the plane ride over. And I love that the final chapters are really focused on like your daughter and how you're like, listen, I've had life experiences, but now I get to instill this into, into Kira. Yes, exactly. Gosh, you must, I mean, when I had to do the audio for my book, I, you know, it's like you hear yourself talking like for three hours straight. And after I was like, I just, I can't hear myself anymore. (laughs) Like I annoy myself. (laughs) Anyone that's listened to it, I'm always like, (laughs) listen, you're talking to a full time podcaster. All I hear is myself. And at some point I'm like, Zach, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Um, I get it. Yeah. How are you? Are you are there any plans to return to reality TV anytime soon? Gosh, you know, right now, I feel like the whole TV industry and with all the, you know, the strikes and everything, everything's just so crazy. And it's, you know, I've been. I've, we've been pitching different shows and I've been talking to other people to do hosting, a uh, few hosting gigs together. Um, but yeah, the TV industry is really tough right now. And then it's all about podcasts and reality, but even reality, it's like the budgets are just not what they used to be. Yeah. Uh, I'm not opposed to reality. It would just, it would depend on what it is. I just feel like for once in my life, I'm finally at peace and no drama. Yeah. That I don't like it. I'm not stressed out. I don't have heart palpitations. Like I'm finally in a good place. Yeah. So if I did do reality, I would depend on what it what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, even considering jumping back into the reality game, one thing that I feel like is so pressing right now that I know like Spencer and Heidi have talked about is Bethany Frankel and her reality TV reckoning where she says that the industry is so terrible to reality stars and she wants reality stars to start striking and suing the networks. I know you guys had, you know, an interesting relationship with the first iteration of The Hills. And, you know, I know some of the cast members have have spoken out about maybe feeling pressured to, to do certain things or maybe feeling like the producers kind of, you know, would manipulate certain situations. How do you feel about this reality reckoning that Bethany's kind of pushing out? Gosh, I mean, we were like one of the first shows that really, like we had no idea what we were in for, what we were doing. Um, And now, like if we were to do The Hills now, like we would have so much experience just from watching and be like, I'm going to look my best. I'm going to do this. If someone says that, I know what to say. They did it the wrong way. (laughs) I wish we had that experience, but we didn't. Um, I mean, 
I feel like in a way she's right. I feel like, well, now it's so different. I feel like reality stars are more respected now than they used yeah. to be. Um, you know, I remember even being on MTV reality because MTV's music TV. And just I think I talked about this in my book, being on stage presenting an award to Justin Timberlake. And he's like, you know, yeah. they did not like anything reality. They did not like us at all. And it took a lot more work to gain respect of people because they looked so down upon us yeah. um, in a lot of ways, you know, and it was hard. I like, it was hard to get jobs and just be respected. And I also feel like the game has changed. So like you guys were kids and you had no idea what you were signing up for. You had no idea. And I think even production wise, they didn't really understand reality television either. Cause obviously there are certain storylines that need to tell that need to play out cohesively throughout an entire season. Whereas now it's like, People are so savvy. Housewives come into the game now and they're very much like, I'm going to come glammed and I'm going to get hair and makeup done and I'm going to purposefully pick a fight with someone, you know, and I feel like it's just become so strategized that I understand wanting this reality reckoning maybe back in the day when maybe people did feel a little more exploited. But I feel like now the you come into the game knowing what you're signing up for a little bit more. Exactly. I think now you're completely right. I agree with you. Now people know what they're getting themselves into. It's no secret what reality TV is. You have to be confrontational. You have to be opinionated. You're putting yourself out there, your real life and your TV life, you know, sprucing things up, being extra dramatic. Um, I don't, I think now, I mean, there's, look at the Kardashians. They're huge. Yeah. Look at like Selling Sunset, the Vanderpump. Like, I don't think picking or going on strike now would really make too much sense. But if it was like 10 years ago, yeah. Yeah. I do think she makes a really good point about reality stars deserving residuals, though. That I agree with. And I feel like because I mean, listen, your life has been played out on reality t television and people are rewatching that on Netflix and, you know, reliving your your teary mascara on the hills. I know. Well, that's the hard thing. We didn't get residuals. Yeah. I think we got like a percentage of DVD sales, but who has DVDs yeah. anymore? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, it's just now it's once you're on reality TV and you're known and you have no privacy and then you go back to trying to have a normal life, you'll never have a normal life again. Yeah. You can't just go get a normal job again. Yeah. So it's like, what do you do after or what, you know, what are your hobbies or starting a business? You know, a lot of people go on reality and they want to start a clothing line or yeah. they want to start a beauty line and just like kind of spin off from that. Yeah, which you did. I mean, you went off to launch your swimwear line, which was successful for many years. How is, you know, are you thinking of expanding and kind of really tackling the fashion world? I mean, so I was always known as the bikini queen yeah. for those 10 years on the hills. And um, I just, I live in a bikini. I'm yeah. from Southern California. I grew up going to the beach, we're in the, by the pool, going to the river. So it just made sense for me. Um, and I loved designing and I loved the Miami swim week and just, you know, intertwining different cultures into our designs and the colors and patterns. I loved all of that. Um, but I would love to continue it. It's just a matter of getting an investor or saving yeah. up enough money to continue with yeah. the line, which, yeah, going through my divorce and just all the court fees just yeah. really took everything. So I'm starting over. Yeah. 
as a single mom now, which I think I have a lot of respect for. You know, I was raised by a lot of single women or women that, you know, maybe had men that weren't fully present or, or were able to provide for the family. Um yeah that I do have a lot of respect and listening to your story, you know, with Corey, your ex-husband and your daughter, Kira, um, and just kind of coming out on top was really endearing. You know, it's hard being a single mom, you know, and trying to, I don't know. It's just, I have so much love and respect for all the single moms out there now, more so than I've ever had. It's hard because you want to be present, but you also have to work and, you know, What's your relationship like now with Corey? Have you guys been able to kind of get into a good co-parenting situation? Well, <laughs> um, I, nothing has really changed at all. Um, it's I'm, pretty much exactly I imagine the same. He, he had some strong feelings about the book. Yeah. I mean, I tamed the book down a lot. Um, like, you know, I read through it and I was like, I'd rather, I don't want to talk about this. We need to take that out, take that out. Like, I don't want to poke the bear. Like yeah. I, it's, I'm already, you know, it was hard enough doing that. Um, but yeah, I think at this point it's just co-parenting through our app and um, that's it. Like I keep it strictly business. Nothing's personal. Um, when things are wrote to me that are really inappropriate and just harass it's like harassment I you know my lawyer handles it I'd rather I just don't play into that anymore and I just keep the focus on our daughter and that's it yeah and how is she doing now she's good Kira's she's really good she's a good girl (laughs) she's good oh no she's so smart she's in the second grade now um she has a cute little personality lots to say she loves to dance um she's a happy just vibrant little girl yeah she seems like it from you know what you've written about her in the book and i just think you know you're a good mama audrina it's nice to see mama audrina because we saw you know dating justin bobby back in the day and like you going through all those tumultuous relationships at that time so now to see all of you on the other side i think is is nice we get to grow up with you yeah i know we started that when i was like 18 and a half 19 so now i'm in my mid 30s so it's you guys have been on the journey with us that's what i loved about new beginnings is it was kind of like a nice way to check in with everyone and see where you're at in your adult lives and also see you all kind of come back together uh, I know Spencer was a little critical and he he said that you held back a lot on the show. Do you feel like you were intentionally trying to hold things back? Was it to protect your relationship? Yeah, I was protecting my daughter yeah. and I didn't want to film or do a lot of the things the producers were pushing me to because legally I could not or, you know, I'd get in trouble. Um, and I know Heidi and Spencer, they put, they're all out there. So the fact that I didn't, I think it upset some people. I just kind of, at the second season, I just looked at it as this is my TV life. I'm willing to do whatever. Give me, you know, I had four storylines and I played them up. I did what I needed to do. It was work to me. I kept it very separate from, you know, and it was hard at times because there's a lot of blurred lines and you're like, well, I don't really want to say that. That's not something I would do. But then it's like, I'm thinking of this as almost improv acting and it's my job. Since I can't bring my real life into it, I have to do certain things. So the pressure to do and say those things, it was really hard. Um, And I think a lot of us didn't trust each other and we all had our walls up and very guarded and, 
you know, it was very, there's a lot of manipulation and lies going around. So we didn't know what was right. You know, if the producers were lying or if that person I was filming with was lying because they're both telling me different stories, trying to get me to say and do different things. So it was like, it was a mind, you know what they say. Yeah. I don't want to say a bad word. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So did you go into each season kind of being like, okay, these are going to be our storylines for this season or like how would that kind of come together? Well, in the new beginnings, the newer one, um, in the beginning, they met with us and we kind of talked through what we were going through and what we were willing to film, who was in our lives. And in the beginning, we didn't we filmed like six or seven months of good stuff. And then we had to start over and then COVID happened. Then we had to start over again. So every time we gained momentum, something would happen or somebody would disagree to go along with the story or didn't want to film their real lives like that anymore. Something legal would come up. And so we'd be like, well, we can't use that now. What are we going to do? It was just really hard. There was a lot of setbacks. And then second season, that's when the producers would sit with us and they're like, okay, Adrina, here's your four storylines for this season. Tell us what you're willing to do and how far we can go with them. And we would sit down and I'd be like, well, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> like if I can't bring my daughter on or film what I'm really doing, like I have to. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like the one that did the best at it was Kristen. And when she joined the Hills originally, because she very much has been very clear that like this was a job. She was playing a character. She said that she really just treated it as an acting role. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, back then, too, it was so different because when we were in our 20s, it was kind of an acting role, but we really were all going out all the time. We didn't have responsibilities, filming and drama like that was our lives. And we're like, screw it. What do we have to lose? Let's do it. There were no stakes back then. Yeah. Now we all have kids. So I think if she was put in that position again, it might be a little different. But yeah, she was really good at playing that role she had. Yeah. Well, and then she did very cavalry for a few years and, you know, she very much made it about her business. And then I think it became more about her personal life. But it seemed like she was, for the most part, open and a little more willing to share her personal life. Yeah. And she's always been very protective over her kids, which I totally respect. I think that's amazing. So um, I did watch her show a little bit and Heidi and I flew out there and we were on one of the seasons and it was just their way of filming was so fun and laid back. And yeah. Ben, who is her producer, used to be like one of our PAs or like, you know, helped on the hills. So to see him again, it was just like full circle. He's like, you guys, we have the cameras, <laughs> you know, just have fun. We're going to film you. And it was like, you don't have, you don't, you're not going to tell us what to say or what we need to do. And she's like, nope. Just say and do whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the good tell of a, of a good producer is you find the story. You don't make the story. Yeah. So Yeah. Something naturally evolves. And then if it's interesting enough, you know, you kind of want to know more about that topic. So yeah. it's not so forced. Yeah. How are things with Justin Bobby? You talk about him a lot in the book. Um. Gosh, the last time I talked to Justin when my niece died mm-hmm. in Yeah, February, um, he called me and just sent his condolences and we're friendly. You know, I after the show ended the Hills Beginnings, um, he played in Huntington. So I went and saw a show and like 
we're friendly. I haven't seen him in a year probably, yeah. but just touching base here and there as far as like staying friendly. I don't know. Do you think I think he's more, doing fine? Do you think more could develop down the line or do you think you've really moved on from that relationship? All right, Audrina, I want to take a quick break because I know you're going to relate to this, right? Fall's right around the corner, and HelloFresh is here to help you plan for the busy season ahead with tasty dishes delivered to your door. Simply choose your recipes and pick your delivery date, then lay back and enjoy the last days of summer knowing dinner is covered. When life gets busy, don't call for delivery. Get HelloFresh. It's 25% cheaper than takeout and less expensive than grocery shopping, too. Just choose your recipes and receive fresh pre-portioned ingredients so you can get cooking quick. Listen, I'm busy with the content, traveling, the puppies, setting up the new apartment. Audrina, I know you can relate being a single mom. The last thing I want to worry about is running to the market. So getting HelloFresh delivered to my door is super easy and super convenient. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 no filter and use code 50 no filter. That's five zero no filter for 50% off plus free shipping. Give HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, a try today. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 no filter and use code 50 no filter. Both linked down below. Okay, I also want to give some love to my pals at Chomps, okay? Chomps make snacking simple. They're tasty meat sticks packed with mouth-watering flavor and only the best real ingredients. Each delicious Chomps meat stick has the protein your body needs. Over 9 grams of protein per stick and zero sugar. They're low-carb, keto-friendly, allergen-friendly, and don't contain any fillers. My face may contain some fillers, but Chomps sure don't. Chomps are simply made with natural ingredients that you can feel good about. They're easy and convenient to just throw into your bag and take on the go. No refrigeration required. That's why I love them because I just I take them with me when I'm on the go in between meetings or tapings or when I was in Vegas over the weekend. I just had my little chopsticks handy. Listen, when you're in Vegas, you need that protein. And I made sure I had my protein with me. They're available in nine different flavors. My favorite is the jalapeno beef. You guys know I love a good, a good spice, a good little kick. So if you want to give Chomps a try, use code ZAC20 for 20% off your order at Chomps.com. That's code ZAC, Z-A-C-K, 20 at Chomps. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com today. All right, back to the tea. I think, I think we've both moved. We've moved on. I don't know. I think there's been so much time in between and so much growth and other people and lives that we have now that I don't know as people as you grow it's almost like you become a different person and you know from the inside out and just how you feel and your outlook on life and your priorities and you know Justin was always very much of a gypsy nomad like loved to travel and didn't care and you know I think that's always going to be who he is yeah yeah and what about Ryan Cabrera um, we're still friendly too. It's so yeah. weird. Like I never had bad blood with anyone really except my ex, <laughs> um, <laughs> husband, but, um, Ryan's great. Like I'm so excited for him and Lexi. Uh, they invited me to their, um, the baby gender party, but I couldn't go because it was on Kira's birthday, but I'm so excited for them. Yeah. I see. I, it's funny because you read the book and I remember watching you guys date back in the day. And then I remember the headlines when they're like, they're dating again. They're spotted out. Paparazzi caught them a few years ago. Um, and reading the book, he seemed like such a great guy and he seemed so emotionally available and emotionally present. But I also feel like, and I think you say this by the end of it, that like 
at that point in your life, you just weren't ready for that type of adult relationship. Um, And I think you needed to go through some of those other tumultuous situations in order to help you find your own sort of independence and strength all on your own to be, you know, this strong single mom that you are today. Exactly. It was just always bad timing. And I have so much love and respect for Ryan. And I think him and Lexi are like the perfect couple. He found his match, you know, and I'm ha- genuinely happy for them. Um, but yeah, I just, he was always like a best friend. We had the best time together and he was so sensitive and so caring and just, you know, I feel like he's every, if you know, Ryan, like everybody loves him. He is such a lover and such a giver and like, a people person, entertainer. He is. I mean, and listen, I used to bop out to the music back in the day. (laughs) He had the hits, the hits and the hair. He really did the hits and the hair and that (laughs) hairstyle. I feel like is coming back. (laughs) I know we're bringing back so many of like those older uh, hairstyles. I'm done with the mullet though. I can move on past the mullet. The mullet's a little much for me. Yeah. I think the mullet and the man bun are kind of fading a little bit. Yeah. Um, how is the podcast going? You had the Hills New Beginning rewatch podcast. Who Brody was on it. Frankie was on it. Heidi, I think, did it for a minute. Yeah, Heidi did it for a minute. Um, right. You know, there's been some setbacks internally with the podcast company um, and then switching to a different company. So there's a lot of messy setbacks and things going on. So I know I get a lot of fans asking me all the time and I wish I could give them a straight answer. I wish I could have a straight answer, but I mean, I ask every other day, what's going on? Are we doing this? Did you talk to so-and-so? What do they want to do? Like there's nothing moving forward. There's no progress. So I don't know. It might not happen. And if it doesn't, like I'm looking into something else, but you know, I do feel like there there's a lot of fans and people that really loved the podcast. Yeah. And all that. Well, because we loved the original show and being able to rewatch it through a different lens, I think, is refreshing. Yeah. So hopefully it'll continue. Um, we'll see. Hopefully I'll know by the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> well, fingers crossed. We'll see. I say that every week. (laughs) Getting you back into the podcast game, I think, is what a lot of people are ready for. So myself included. Thank you. What do you think is is next for you? We've done reality television. You did a little bit of hosting. You've written the book. What do you think you would like to tackle next in your career? Um, gosh, I feel like I've done a little bit of everything. Movies, acting, modeling, um, reality. (laughs) I just... Honestly, I would love to continue my swim line and kind of stay on the business side of things. I love podcasts because I love interacting and talking with people. Um, I would love to do a podcast, continue a podcast, and then uh, start my own like passion project, whether it be swim or something else. And then I love hosting when I was on the travel show. So I would love to do like a dating show, like host a dating show. Like you know, a love island would be so fun for you to host. Yeah, I just, I love all that. And I feel like I'm pretty good at hosting and um, whether it's in the studio or on set somewhere, wherever, I just, I'd love to do a hosting gig. Yeah, I think like a love island or like one of those like Netflix dating shows, I think you would kill it at hosting that because you yeah. were great on the travel show. 
Yeah, the travel show is amazing. I couldn't do that now because I was gone. All I was time, only yeah. home four days a month, so I can't do that with Kira. But if it's like Love Island or like a dating show where I'm gone for two weeks at a time and I could bring her three weeks, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, so. and I feel like we know you for your dating life, that it would be nice to see you kind of turn on the other side and help other people find love. Oh, yeah, I've been through it all. <laughs> so I've got all the advice, <laughs> hands-on advice, let me tell you. Are you currently dating or are you just kind of focused on being a mom and, and the business? Um, Right now, I'm not really going on dates. I'm, um, I've just been trying to get my career going again yeah. and just focusing on Kira. And um, I don't know. I just feel like I want to meet the night. I don't know who the right one will be, yeah. but I'm not going to rush into it. And I'm really just going to take my time and get to know the person. And, and I think also I'll probably keep it private. Yeah. Most part until I know it's like something really, really good just because Anytime a new relationship is put out there, it like it almost ruins it right off the bat. Like yeah. it never. Yeah, I, I like right now I've put myself on like a total cock block. I'm not on any dating apps. I'm not like actively dating. I'm not looking for anything right now. I'm kind of just like I'm focused on me. I'm focused on, you know, my career right now. And it's funny because anytime anybody will see me like on Instagram or whatever, like with a guy and it's just me and him hanging out like at a show or something immediately. It's like, who is that? Why are you dating? And I'm just like, like, I'm like, okay, no more boys on my feed. See, that's what happens to me. So now I'm like, even if I post, I don't know, a friend's like show or something or whatever, yeah. it's like, who is that? Or are you dating that person? I'm like, no, I've known him since I was 15 years old. <laughs> like, that's my friend. Yeah. I'm like, he literally has a husband. Can you leave me alone? Yeah, I know. So it's hard, as you know, it's like, and I want to protect that relationship too. Yeah. And really, if, I, if it means something to me, I don't want it to get out in the tabloids right away or people to start judging and picking everyone apart and like yeah. putting their opinion. Yeah, I feel like Reddit is like the new tabloids. Like that's where like all of the like creator podcaster people, that's where all of our tabloids are with all the rumors and and the drama mm -hmm. and the dating speculation. It's interesting to see that world today because it's all digital now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not Us Weekly anymore no. or what was it? There's like Star, Star Us Weekly. Yeah. Well, I mean, people still out there, but it's all online. You just go on and read comments. It's crazy. My friend lives in Nashville and there's this, it's on Facebook. It's this Facebook site. I forget what it's called. I should, I should see if I could find it. Um, but basically you can go on and it's like all these people that you can find out if the person you're talking to, who else they're talking to or where they were seen and what they were oh, doing. Oh, wow. That's insane. <laughs> So she gets a kick out of it just reading it. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like that person is playing three girls. Like, it's just the drama. Yeah. That's it's so funny. all online. <laughs> That's so funny. Would you ever do like a Patty Stanger, like matchmaker situation? You know, she actually back in the day, she did want to set me up. Um, but at that time, I was so wrapped up in my you know, relationship with Corey yeah. and so like focused on giving it a hundred percent before I walked away that I never 
she never did it, but I'm not opposed to it. It would be kind of cool. Like she's a professional, you know, matchmaker to yeah. see what she thinks. Who's my match? I know. Cause she really gets into like your profile and their profile and like matches on compatibility. That's what I feel like is the hardest thing about getting older is the older you get, the more you're dating for compatibility versus like dating just cause we're both hot or just because I'm into you or just because it's fun in the moment. It's like, you really have to think about where is this going and what will our lives look like in the future? Yeah. And what I've realized just dating off and on here and there, it's like, usually after six months, you really get to know the person. And that's when you know, like, okay, like, this is going nowhere. Or like, this is gonna, this is something huge, like, we're probably gonna get married or whatever. But it's like that six to seven, eight month mark right in there is when you really see the true colors of someone in my experience. And then you know, whether you want to keep moving forward, or for me, it's like, I just ripped the bandaid now. I don't waste time anymore. I mean, sometimes I probably see a red flag and I'm too harsh, which I'm trying not to be, but it's like, just from what I've been through, I don't want to ever go through that again. So it's hard because your experience does judge. It it clouds your judgment for anybody new that comes in, even if it's unintentional, sometimes it's subconscious. And you're like, you have these walls that have come up because you've seen a pattern in someone else that's now affecting your ability to see this other person that's right in front of you. Yeah. So Yeah. And I've talked to my therapist about this. So, you know, there's yellow flags and there's red flags and there's green flags. So we have to be sure, like not to be too harsh on someone, but not to give too many opportunities or chances. See, I love the red flags. Those are my favorite. Those are the ones that I chase after. I'm like a race car driver. I'm like chasing after the red flags. (laughs) Red means go. (laughs) Yeah. Red means red gets me going. Oh, my gosh. I feel you. I know. It's just more entertaining, but it's more it's, fun. It's more exciting. It's the roller coaster. Yeah. Well, and if you're not used to just a stable, normal relationship, when it gets it, you know, it feels boring, they say. And so you need that little spark. But um, I don't know. I feel like I've been in both kind of situations. I just yeah, I've been through a lot, but the dating world is really hard nowadays. Yeah. Uh, Spencer and Heidi just announced their new podcast, Spencer and Heidi's 16th Minute. Do we? Do you think you'll be on it anytime soon? How's your relationship with them? I talk to Heidi every now and then because um, she was on our podcast. So I was like, Heidi, you have to come on. Like, I need a girl. <laughs> um, then she came on and people were really mean to her on the comments. And, you know, they thought she was a Lauren hater and went on and on. So she just felt like I'm not coming on this to like talk bad about Lauren or, you know, she was saying her opinion, but um, she just didn't want to do it anymore. So, and then there's some internal like things happening too with the negotiating and the company and stuff. Um, But I think Heidi and I are fine. Yeah. I don't talk to Spencer. Um, I think, you know, but I'm cordial. Like I just wouldn't, I'm more, I'm friends with Heidi. Like she's always been. Yeah. My- Is it challenging? Because I feel like he always likes to like stir stuff up in the press and he likes to, I mean, Spencer is Spencer and he's always going to have a lot of big opinions and he's always going to get really amped up about certain things. Um, 
But I would imagine it would be challenging being in a friendly place with him and then having him say something, you know, in the press. Yeah. Um, that's his personality. And, you know, it's people love that and it's entertaining. Yeah. But when it comes to serious things that I was going through at that time on the show and all that, it was just like that, that like, that's where I drew the line. Yeah. We need and, a more empathy. And I'm also not the type to go publicly and bash people or say rude things. Like yeah. I would call them personally. Yeah. If it's something really, if it meant something to me and they yeah. meant something, it's like, Hey, what's going on? Or, you know, it's just how you, I guess it's just that your relationship, what it is with that person and who you are, but that's, I have no idea how to answer this. <laughs> and listen, you're answering it honestly. And that's all I can ask is, you know, you be open and honest, which I feel like you've always been. And I like yeah. that, you know, we're getting to see these other sides of you. And I think the podcast also really helped with that. And the books really helped with that. Because when you're on an ensemble show and there are storylines, like it's hard because we don't see the real personalities or, you know, the full well-rounded person that you are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also like Heidi and Spencer, you know, we would hang out all the time. Like when I had to go date Sean Stewart, we would do our little double dates and like, we had the best time. Like I had not laughed that much in so long, but Heidi's also that person. She, we always laugh and have the best time together. Are you watching any reality shows? I feel like they're 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 recapping a lot of of new shows right now. Are you is reality TV kind of on your radar? Now it will be again because Kira's in school. Uh, um, so I have some more time on my hands throughout the day to catch up. Um, but I mean, I've I want to start rewatching the whole Vanderpump Rules. Oh. I really got into that scandal, and that was that was harsh. Um, and then selling sunset, I watched that, which, you know, Adam DeVello, who did the Hills, yeah. he produced that show, which it's re it's so good. So I, I actually just met Holly from the OC selling sunset. Yeah. I was in Scottsdale last week and she was really nice. And so now I need to watch it cause she's on it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, with Vanderpump, are you still keeping up with all? Like, I feel like there's always something new in that Scandaval situation. It's never ending, right? I feel like they're the new, like Spencer and Heidi, like they're the new couple that everybody loves to hate right now. Yeah. And Tom, right? Yeah. Tom, Tom and Ariana. And yeah. Tom and Ariana. And then Raquel was the friend that, you know, they, came into. Yeah. She, yeah, that was not cool at all. Yeah. It's, um, I haven't caught up too much, but I did see on the tabloids and I follow your Instagram that there was like, um, Lala was talking to Tom on the beach or something yeah. like everybody seems like they're accepting him again or like friendly. Yeah. What's your take on that? Cause I feel like people are like, no, he cheated on his girlfriend. So you should, you should ice him out of the show. But you know, being on an ensemble show, even when you have drama with somebody, sometimes you're still all cast to be on the show and have to be around each other. Yeah. And that's where it gets hard when you don't want to be around that person. They don't care. You're <laughs> all going to the dinner. You're all doing this scene or you're not getting paid. <laughs> and listen, so, Sandoval's going to show up if his paycheck is there. He doesn't care if you don't like him or not. He's still going to go and collect his check. Yeah. Well, life goes on. I mean, people do make mistakes and people do change, but it's pretty fresh right now. Um, it's just, I don't know. It seems like Raquel doesn't have that much humility or 
I don't know. She, no, she, she got to your best friend. I it says a lot about well, she her. she just did Bethany's podcast and she said that like if she saw longevity in Tom and Ariana's relationship, she would have never inserted herself into that situation. Then why wouldn't she tell her best friend and be straight up and be like, listen, he's not good for you. Yeah. Or something. Like, why keep I don't know. It's just that's and that's and Ariana did a podcast and she just came out and she's just like, well, then why wouldn't you come to me and say, hey, your boyfriend's flirting with me and it's making me a little uncomfortable. Like, how are you guys? Because I don't want to ruin our friendship or, you know, affect or be insensitive to your relationship, considering we do have a friendship. Maybe we're not best friends or maybe that's being played up a little more because I feel like it fits the narrative for the reality show that they're best friends. But like girl to girl, you could be like, hey, by the way, your dude's, you know, sliding into my DMs. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they were really best friends off the show or it was just like a show best friends. But that I feel like makes a lot of sense, because if that was your real best friend in real life, like it would be so different, I think. Yeah. Raquel has said in her Bethany interview that they weren't really best friends, that they were more just acquaintances that were on a reality show. And then Ariana's responded to that. And she's like, well, that oh, and, and, and Raquel said that a lot of the times that she was hanging out with Ariana was because she wanted to be around Tom. So then Ariana came out and is like, wow, I didn't realize that you were only hanging out with me to be close to my boyfriend because when I was hanging out with you, I wow. thought that we were just friends and like we hung out off the show, cameras down, like, you know, like I, she's like, maybe we weren't best friends because you were saying that we're not best friends, but we were still friends that like hung out. Maybe Raquel wanted to be with Tom and Ariana. She said that on the show. She's like, I would be open to a throuple. Yeah. What? Oh, my goodness. That girl needs help. <laughs> <laughs> well, she just spent 90 days in a therapy, you know, facility. And then she came out into this interview. So it was a little jarring. I'm like, I don't know if we learned but much. The thing in that is, facility. If you're going to get help because it's going to make you look good. Yeah. It's not going to do anything. You have to want that and you have to actually feel remorse and you have to be ready to do and say and apologize and to admit what you did and be real about it. Um, there's a, it takes humility, you know? Yeah. And time. I also think like time brings perspective and then you can look back and be like, wow, I really, you know, I really messed up in that situation. Yeah. You can't heal something like that overnight or in 90 days. You've got to let time heal, like you said, and then you gain perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, this has been a blast. Um, the paperback version of Choices will be coming out soon, right? Isn't there a... Um, I think so. It's on Amazon. It's at um, Target. It's at all anywhere you can buy a book. Um, I think there is a paperback. And there's the hardcover. Yeah. But you might... I mean, I think you have the choice to choose on yeah. Amazon. Yeah, you can pick a hardcover, uh, Audible or paperback. It's called Choices, The Hills, and Back Again. It is really juicy. We do recap it. We recapped it over the last three weeks in our YouTube book club. So that was fun. People loved getting to kind of revisit the Hills days and go through your relationships, get into Audrina on VH1. That was interesting. I know we're, we just scratched the surface on the book. So I think everyone should go and get a copy because it is, it is really juicy and you really do open up and are so transparent in it. Yeah. Thank you. I tried my best to be vulnerable. It was really hard to do at times with the writer. It was like therapy sessions where I would cry. I'm like, I, 
I just can't talk about this right now. I need a break. Can we just finish it tomorrow or next week? She's like, take your time. And she would really ask hard questions and dig deep um, to really get that rawness. So she was a big part of it. I'm so grateful for her. Awesome. Well, thank you for chatting with me, Audrina. Guys, go show her some love, show her some support, give her a follow on the gram. She's got cute. She's still got the cute bikini pics. I mean, I'm still, I have so many bikinis. I'm either in a bikini or workout clothes or cozy. Like, that's it. <laughs> bikini queen. <laughs> Thank you, it. Zach. This was so fun. Thank you, Audrina. Guys, once again, her book is called Choices to the Hills and Back Again. She gets into the OG Hills days, how that began, going back to the hills when they brought new beginnings in. She talks about her reality show, Audrina. All her relationship drama, which I learned a lot about myself through, I have to say. I was like, wow, I'm learning about some of my own red flags. Because that's one thing that I think people forget, too, is it's not always about, things don't work out because other people have red flags. Sometimes we have our own red flags that we need to identify and work through as well. So. so that's why I hope this book inspires people and kind of opens their eyes to their situations so they don't have to go through the hard things that I went through. They yes. can get out before. Yes, absolutely. Guys, go get a copy. Choices to the Hills and back again. Audrina, thank you. Guys, if you want to follow me, you can keep up with me at Just Plain Zach or follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach on Instagram. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on Spotify. Leave me a nice Apple podcast review because I am technically a millennial and I do love validation. All right. I love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.